Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Getting ready to talk to Badgers head football coach Luke Fickle on Wilde and Taos. Jesse is on hold. Jesse, what's what is it? Is it holiday music that they're playing? It's got to be. It's got your usual like on hold phone music, yeah. kind of Muzak elevator type music. All right. Well, Jesse's going to let us know when Coach Fick is ready. Tausch, I noticed. I know you're not you're not big dabbler on Twitter. You don't run the five sixty five analytics account, and as you put, so eloquently put it, you barely run your own. Uh, but you did ask for questions that folks might have wanted you or me to ask. Did you get anything that you really thought, oh, I hadn't thought of that. That seems like a good idea. Or do you have a lot of things that you've been itching to ask the new head Badgers football coach? Yeah, I mean, the stuff I'm itching to ask is about balancing, uh, and one of our Twitter followers uh, put that out, about balancing that, I guess, old school, fullback and physical and, you know, what Wisconsin's brand has been for so long. Uh, and mixing that in with, you know, the air raid system and some of that. So I'm intrigued to kind of get that quarterback situation. We're all obviously very intrigued by that piece of it. And then, you know, to jumpstart it, you had all these opportunities at other schools. You could have went and played, you know, went and coached at other places. Yeah. Why here and why now? So those are, you know, two or three of the things that I'm most intrigued by. Why Wisconsin, indeed. Um, and it, who'd win a fight? This is a great question, a little more fun. Who'd win in a fight, a Badger or a Bearcat? I don't know. I don't know who's winning that fight. Um, do, do you think that's a good place to start? you want to start there? I don't know. I don't, Why don't you start it? Uh, I'm not going to start there, just for the record. Joining us now, he is the new head football coach at the University of Wisconsin. He is Luke Fickle. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing well, guys. I appreciate it. Sorry, uh, sorry for the maybe a second or two late there. I'm not quite as I don't move quite as well as I used to, and I was a little little ways down the hall here trying to figure out where I am. All right. Well, first of well, all, coach, what do you got? A knee, or is it what? What's, no, what's holding you back? No, I'm is it a D, knee? I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm an old D lineman, and you know we we nose guards, man. We don't we don't move quite as well as some of them skilled guys. So um, it, it wasn't like I moved a lot better back in the day. Wait a minute. Would you have been blocked by Mark Tauscher during your playing career at Ohio State? Well, I don't know uh, if he blocked me. You know, I mean, I didn't get blocked that often, you know. I mean, I, sure. as you get older, you get a lot better, right? So I don't remember anybody blocking me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Coach, was everybody at your knees? Because I know Derek Angler played center, and, you know, you went against the big offensive line of Wisconsin, but – Back then, you could really get at guys' knees. They're starting to protect D linemen a little bit more now. Finally, no, no, let's let's don't let's don't think they're really trying to protect D linemen now. I mean, the game is evolving, and they are protecting a lot of people. But the last people that they're protecting are D linemen now. So that's fair. The, the offense can that's still, fair. you know, it can still do what they do. Uh, we protect everybody else, but uh, I would say that we're still a ways off of uh, maybe protecting those guys, offensive linemen and defensive linemen as well. All right, well, first thing, Luke, you don't ever have to apologize for being late. We'll just expect you to come on once a week to make up for it. Secondly, um, I know I know you said that you're, you have trouble moving, but when I was promoting this on Twitter, 
Uh, I came across a GIF of you celebrating a Bearcats victory by doing pull-ups on the ceiling in the locker room. <laughs> Questions I have. One, did you make sure that wasn't some sort of water pipe? Secondly, <laughs> is that a great way to fire up your kids or what? That was unbelievable. Well, just so you guys know, I don't think that ceiling was too high, so don't be thinking that uh, there's any basketball in this in these these legs anymore. Um, and I was hoping it wasn't a water pipe, but at that point in time, you don't really know what it is you're grabbing. It's just you go. And uh, so, no, they they actually ended up doing it again this year. So after we played the the same team, they they kind of had a little prop set up for me afterwards. So. Um, you know, if I'd have known I was going to be doing those things, I would probably have been uh, practicing or, or at least, you know, working on it a little bit more. So Tausch has a lot of uh, very important football questions for you. Uh, that's not I'm always sure. my role on this program. So yeah. I have, uh, you know, Tausch and I both have two kids, and quite frankly, there are times when we're both overwhelmed. Uh, you and Amy not only have six kids, but two sets of twins. I assume in the Fickle House, Amy is the real MVP. There's no doubt. I'm I'm here uh, spending all my time with with uh, 18 to 22 year olds while uh, I get the messages from home that uh, these boys because there's five boys. You know, anytime there's something wrong, you probably have gotten this before. Your boys are really bad, or your boys are doing this. And if there's something good, they're like, "Hey, my boys were really good today." So <laughs> it's just kind of par for the course. But I understand that. Uh, it's a lot harder to manage just those six than uh, than even the the hundred and some eighteen to twenty two year olds. Yeah, I have two girls, and the one that is just like me, she is always your daughter when she does something <laughs> knuckleheaded. Um, I, I do have a serious question off of that though, because as you talk about eighteen to twenty two year old boys, and you have one, right? He's still at Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm curious how the parallels of coaching and parenting kind of run next to each other for you philosophically. Very similar. I mean, that's why I think the longevity in the sport, I mean, you guys all know that your parenting is exhausting. And I feel the same way. That's what coaching needs to be because you're really parenting these, all these guys. And I know coming here new that they don't know you as much and you're trying to build those relationships. But I tell parents all the time, like, I'm going to do it the same way I do with my own kids. The phone never turns off. I'm always going to be here for them. You know, they don't always want to ask you and talk to you because, you know, as a parent or as a coach, the way we do it, it's, there's honesty involved. And sometimes I don't want to hear that. But, you know, like I tell my own, I, hey, I'm not your best friend. My job is not to, you know, be your buddy-buddy all the time. I'm here to put my arm around you. I'm here to take care of you, love you. But I'm here to motivate you and push you. And, you know, if you're my own kid, you're walking out the door at 18 – I look at that as, hey, this is this is our obligation when they walk out the door. And I do the same thing here. I mean, we got three to five years with these guys. And when they walk out the door here, there's some cornerstones that I hope no matter what it is that they're doing, my obligation is to make sure they're set and ready for those next ventures. Hopefully it's playing NFL and things like that. But as we all know, there's, there's, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, so Luke – Everybody is excited. There is a big energy around Wisconsin football and around the state. But you had opportunities to go other places in the past. Why now and why Wisconsin from your point of view? Well, there's not any one. It's the question even I ask myself. And there's not any one thing. It's like, okay, hey, I wanted to be in the Big Ten. This was, this was it. It's a lot of things. And, you know, being, you know, good fortunes the last few years of our team playing really well, there were some opportunities and options. And, 
quite frankly, a, first of all, it wasn't ever the right time. And, and really, I'm you know I'm not saying, that, hey, you're a loyal guy, and then you leave them. But to look, I always kind of thought to look in some of those guys' eyes and, and some of the things, I, I didn't want to, I wasn't ready to, to, to leave that. Um, so it's it kind of had to, to go with that. And then last summer, my wife and I, we just kind of sat down and put parameters. Like, if we're ever going to leave, like, because we're in a great place. We've, we've really enjoyed it. Our family's really good. If we're ever going to leave, you know, it's not places, but what are the parameters that they got to fit for us to have to move our family? And it's amazing that all of a sudden this came up here maybe a month and a half ago or whatever it was that every single one hit those parameters of not just being in the Big Ten, but in a community and a place where our family could, you know, obviously thrive, but in a culture where, you know what, the, the type of people and what, you, what it is that you want to do as a coach, you could, you, you from the outside looking in, think that that's an incredible fit for you. So it's amazing that we did that last summer. And then as this kind of unfolded and it happened so fast, it hit the checks of every single thing that we said would be important for me as a, in my profession, but also for our family. Yeah, so, look, when you first got to Wisconsin, can you kind of take us inside that meeting room? Because I'm sure you were a little bit nervous. You had a bunch of kids that are very nervous about what their future holds. What was it like when you first sat down with the team? Well, it is different. It is unique. And every one of – I shouldn't say every one. I haven't walked into a whole lot of these situations. But you know walking in – that uh, there's an unease, but you just don't know what it is. Is it just that there's a new coach? Was it, you know, was it the way things were handled? Was it the season? I mean, so there's so many things that are going through, you know, those guys' heads, but you don't know, you know, but you got to figure that they're all over the place. And for me, more than anything is, you know, walking in there, just showing confidence in, you know, who I am and what we're doing, but understanding, making sure they understand it's about them too. I said, more than anything, I'm walking in the door, and I'm not going to ask you guys to change every single thing you've done. I mean, there's incredible things here. There's a history here. There's a culture here. Understand in, in this change, there's a lot of changes I'll have to adapt to as well because, you know, I want to take all the great things from here, okay, and find ways to enhance them and then obviously put your, you know, touches on the things that are important to you, you know, grow in the program. And so I tried to make sure they understood that, like, uh, guys, this isn't just difficult for you this is difficult for all and no matter what if we have some blind faith in each other because i know you didn't choose me but you chose wisconsin and i chose wisconsin so some way somehow we're very similar because we all chose wisconsin but there's going to be a growth for all of us and you know again you don't know who you all get to it's it's you know a unique time but i think that first five to eight minutes that you got them more than anything, I just want to show who I was, hopefully recognizing the real and the authentic uh, person you know, as we move forward. Yeah, there's no doubt. I think players and coaches can see through all of that. So the authenticity is obviously important. You just mentioned something about kind of balancing that traditional and what you've done at Wisconsin in the past to what your vision is moving forward. How do you kind of go about approaching it? Because when you think Wisconsin, I know Coach Alvarez, he always you know, really thrived on other teams saying, man, you're physical, physical. You're going to get beat up when you play Wisconsin. You want to keep part of that, but then also kind of move the offense and some things forward. How do you kind of go about that with your approach? 
I think that it, it, it comes down to the core values of what your program wants to be about. I mean, just because you don't look the same doesn't mean you still don't have the same core values. Just because it's not, you know, run the same doesn't mean it's, you don't still have the core values. And that's what my job to do is to study and obviously playing against them for, for a long time and coaching against Wisconsin for a long time. Even though you're on the outside, you, I knew and respected what the culture was um, and what it looked like. And, and so for me walking in, my job is to embrace all of those things, figure out, you know, cause from the outside in, you don't know everything, figure out what those cultures are really like, what those traditions are really like, you know, embrace those because that's, what's made the place special and then find those ways that you're going to change and enhance. And, um, so I don't want to lose the physicality. I don't want to lose the toughness that, you know, I'm sure was born and bred, but also, you know, from what I know from Coach Alvarez on, um, those are the things that, hey, look, man, that's what you guys have pride yourself on, I pride myself on. That's why I think it's a great match. And we got to find ways to mesh all these things together. Talking with new Badgers head football coach Luke Fickle on Wilde and Tausch. All right, so, Luke, what is that? I know it's a, an expansive process, but you know Barry Alvarez once famously said he was going to build a wall around the state of Wisconsin. You obviously spent most of your life in Ohio, which is such a fertile ground for great football players. So just philosophically, how do you view the process of recruiting guys to Wisconsin and, and what you are looking for versus what maybe the history has been? I don't think there's a far difference like to me the most important thing is your state we always said that you know starts there i don't care where i was that's one of those parameters that all went into saying if we ever went someplace you want to go to a place where you can embrace yourself with the community the city the state and that's not just for our family that's also in the recruiting side of things so to me the it is starts with our state and it expands to a 300 mile radius and that's where another one of those things that kind of fit into the line with the things I thought were really important for me. And if you take your state and you take a 300 mile radius, I mean, I can give you at least 75% of your team. And historically they've done a great job in those 300 mile radius. Historically, that's where the core and the crux of their program has been. And, and I don't think that has to change. And now, what are those other 25% or 28 or 30% of your team going to look like? You know, where are they going to be from? I think the uniqueness of what they've done here is they've touched about every other area within our country, from Hawaii to, you know, to Connecticut. And I think we'll, you know, kind of hone in on those areas where, you know, we feel like we've got the best connections because it comes down to getting the right ones. And you don't want to bring somebody in there that you don't think are the right ones to fit the culture of your program and your community. Um, So I don't know that it looks completely different. I know that no matter what in recruiting, it's about building relationships. It's about making sure you're doing the work to know what it is you're getting. Because I think that's where people make the biggest mistakes in recruiting. Whether that means, hey, we've already got eight guys on the team from the state of Ohio. You know, I mean, they've had an incredible history of guys from an area where we got a lot of connections, know a lot about the players. Um, when you do that, you make less mistakes. Uh, so I think that that 300 miles can be the core and the crux, and then we've just got to find those pockets and those areas we, we think that, you know, we're going to get guys that we know the most about that are going to be able to fit what it is that we want to do. Well, as much as we love old offensive linemen and old defensive linemen on this show, 
Um, quarterback position is kind of important, too. And as a Wisconsin alum myself, that has been a position where there's been some challenges in terms of finding the right guy to play the position over the years. I know I, I, I saw some of your press conference. I know what's been written. I understand that you're kind of trapped between two worlds of the present and the future, but you do have to figure out where your path forward is at quarterback. One of your studs that you had at Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter is about to make his first NFL start. What is kind of your idea of the quarterback position if we're not talking about specific players? Leader winner. I mean, I, we, can, we can go on with the, the slew of different things and, you know, how he throws the ball and what is his height. And what, I mean, to me it comes down to a leader and a winner. And a lot of those other things obviously can be taught hopefully at that position or taught at a young age and you see a development but i think you know getting the it factor getting the right one for that in particular position is what's so critical and you know i mean that's why to me your your best work's got to be done in the recruiting but especially at that position i mean how much do you really know about those guys do you really i mean have you ever seen them in those situations where they're not the best you know they get thrust into a, a newer bigger situation and how they handle those things but you know there's parameters to all the things in every position but I think at that position in particular if you don't have a guy that's a winner and a leader I think it's really difficult and does that mean he's got to be 6-4 does that mean he's got to run you know 4-5 does that mean he's got to be able to throw the ball 78 yards we all I mean those those are easy things to figure out you know whether you've got him in a camp whether you watch film or you know you, you watch him work out those are the easy things to figure out. It's now, do you know what's inside that heart and what's in that head? You know, will he walk into a room and guys by nature flock to him? Will just by nature want to do what it is that he does? They have that quality of leadership. And I think that's why it's so difficult to find um, because you you don't know a lot of times when thrust into those different situations and those different environments that how will people, you know, Flocked. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I'm here be- a lot in part because of what Desmond Ritter did for us in our program. Desmond Ritter was not very highly recruited. Was just committed there when we walked in the door. And had there been a transfer portal, we probably would have dropped him and went and found somebody in the portal. So, finding those qualities is really critical, and then developing the other things, I think, is you know, a big focus to all programs. All right, Coach, I know you got to go. you got more stuff going on, but uh, Mike Vrabel, is he your favorite NFL coach, or is he the coach you'd want to beat the most? <laughs> He's the coach I'd want to beat the most, but I guess that would mean he is my favorite. I mean, it's like a brother, and who would you rather beat the hell out of than your own brother, right? I mean, there's nobody else I'd rather beat than him. Uh, and he might say the same thing, but uh, there's nobody I respect more than him as well. All right, Coach, we had a bunch of other uh, fun questions for you, and uh, I really worry about the NIL and the transfer portal and everything like that. So we'll save that for your next visit. Uh, I don't know, maybe next Tuesday, Wednesday. Let me know how your schedule looks. Yeah, he's got nothing else I know you on. got nothing else going on. Exactly. That's what well, happens. Said on the since show. I was late, I owe you. I owe you once a week. So I we'll have to figure that out. All right. Hey, Luke, we really appreciate your time, man. Good luck, and thanks for making time for us. We really do appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. See you next week.